hey, hey, when I'm not talking myself into Michigan State going 9-0 and winning the national championship, I'm Odell Brudham Jr. Guys, welcome back for probably the most exciting pick segment we've had. We have Big Ten football is back in the words of one of our Michigan State Twitter friends, Matt Sheehan, who we give a congratulations to for becoming a father. So that is exciting news on that front. And in exciting news in our picks front, I've gone back-to-back weeks of being at 500 or better. So I am feeling just absolutely fantastic about kind of the progress I've made throughout the season. Uh, We take it week to week here uh, at the Odo Brudham Jr. uh, picks, but uh, we're definitely trending in the right direction and we're on to uh, this week. So guys, I'll open up the floor. If I have another week like last week, we're, we're bringing our producer in, and uh, I, might, <laughs> I might, take a week, might take a week off. <laughs> Ron to Cincinnati, as a wise man once said. Absolutely. So, takes? I think you were the – were you the high man last week? Yeah, I mean, no surprise. Um, <laughs> I was really confident last week. I'm pretty confident again this week, so we'll see. I uh, just got to make sure Sean does the math right. You know, that's always tricky. <laughs> Um, you know, Shardy's can't count to 12, so we'll go. Um, first one up, I think, is a pretty easy one. Is going to be Liberty minus 13. This line is shot up. Uh, it originally started at, like, 11, and now it's up to 13. Um, the next one I have from – I have a lot of college games. So, the next one I have uh, – I'm going to – as the Big Ten returns, I'm going to Ohio State minus 26 versus Nebraska. They couldn't contain fields last year, and Ohio State's out to make a statement this year, so I like them. Um, Minus 26 there. Uh, I like Kansas State minus 20 against Kansas because anytime you can get Kansas in, like, uh, that short, close spread as they are, like, within three touchdowns, like, I'm going to take that. Uh, and then the next one I have is Bama minus 21 versus Tennessee. Uh, Jones has thrown 18 touchdowns to two picks. That's crazy. Uh, and they just put up 41 points against probably the best defense that they're going to see all year. And he has weapons with Smith, Waddle, and then Harris is just a beast as well. Um, and then Tennessee looked really bad last week. They lost 34 to seven to Kentucky. So I like Bama big in that one. Uh, Moving to the NFL ranks, I have Green Bay minus three and a half versus Houston. Uh, Green Bay didn't look good last week. That's why I think the spread is kind of close. But I think Rodgers bounces back. He has way too many weapons. And then the Titans – or excuse me, the Texans couldn't even stop the Titans on offense last week, and they basically just ran uh, Derrick Henry into the ground. So – I like Green Bay minus three and a half. Uh, oh, then my lock of the week. And I, I feel like everyone should be on this. So this is Clemson over 62 and a half. And then the Clemson game over 62 and a half for Syracuse. Clemson might score 62 points themselves. So I think this is just like a alley-oop dunk, like slam dunk, just put the bet in and then just move on with your day. Don't worry about it. Uh, I know Sean doesn't like the overs, but in this one, to argue it against me. Tell me that someone is going to stop someone. No, I mean, I'm on the over in this game too. <sighs> All right. I, I mean, I, I don't really see how Clemson 
yeah, Clemson might score that themselves. It's just – it's a really – I thought the line would have been higher. I thought the under over would have been higher after yeah. last year. It's that minus – it's like, uh, what is it, 46? Yeah, minus, so 40, a, minus 46 with a 62 over under. I was like, eh. I, I, th- I thought about both of those because, like, I think – I think Clemson gets it done, but it's just like a big a big line. Not the the over under doesn't scare me all that much. Yeah, Clemson scored yeah. like seventy points last yeah. week, so they're capable of doing it themselves. And then you know, I I see this game being like fifty six to ten or something like that. So I like Clemson big. I got a uh, I got two picks uh, in line with you, so that could be bad news for you. Oh, I might are... be the kiss of death. We are on agreement on all five. Oh. All six. Oh, yeah. Did you see mine? I texted you ahead of time. That was a no, smoke you just, screen. You just, you just told them. <laughs> I just listened to you. <laughs> I don't think he took oh, the same six games. I just think he agrees with all of your picks. I think yeah. I'm going on six now, it sounds like. Yeah, I agree with all six of them. Um, I'll go next year. Um, I mean, takes might fall over in his seat with these next two. Um, I'm going to start in the NFL. I'm going to go Seattle and Arizona over 56. Love it. Both defenses aren't that great. Um, I think Russ cooks in this game, but so does Kyler. I think both offenses are not going to be stopped a lot. Green Bay and Houston over 56 and a half. Aaron Rodgers bounces back. I think Deshaun Watson keeps it up. Um, both defenses, again, not that great. I think that both of them have their issues, and I think they'll get back in line on that. Third pick, TCU-Oklahoma, over 59. Oklahoma home overs have been a cash cow. So I'm going to roll with that trend and take that Oklahoma-TCU over. Um, and there are three games each this year against Big 12 teams. Oklahoma overs are 3-0. and TCU is 2-1. and So – not a lot of defense being played. Um, next up, uh, um, one of my locks agrees with you. That's that Bama minus 21 and a half, minus 21, wherever you got it. Um, they just torched Georgia, and Tennessee just got ran out of the stadium by Kansas. So, bloodbath. Next up, Syracuse plus the 46 and a half, or 46. If I'm going to get 46 points, uh, I'm going to take it 10 out of 10 times. I'll 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 sweat it out probably, but I think I'll take it. Like the score you just said, fifty-two to ten. That's forty-two points. I cover. So I'll take that. And then my burnt bacon lock of the week. Northwestern Maryland under fifty-five. Going back to the unders. Last year, Northwestern averaged twelve point seven points per Big Ten game. Maryland averaged 16. Those two don't equal 55. Um, both teams have got new starting quarterbacks. Northwestern has got a new offensive coordinator. Um, they're going to be playing in Chicago. It could be a little bit windy. Could have a little bit of lake effect there now that we're starting in October. So I'm going to take the under 55. I actually really like that under. I'm not a big fan of taking the unders. And even with the shardy math, uh, if you add up the average points for both those teams last year, yeah, you don't get anywhere close to 55. So I think that's a pretty good bet. And, I mean, I, in my opinion, uh, 
I'll kind of get to it when I get to my picks. But I think these Big Ten games are going to go one of two ways. I either think we're going to see incredibly high-scoring games across the board or defense is kind of kind of ruled the day and uh, keep scoring limited. But in terms of taking an under, I think that one is a pretty solid bet there. Well, if you remember, one of the trends I gave out earlier in the year was two teams playing their first game of the season against each other. The unders were like – I think they're trying to find my notes. I think they were, they were like double digits to single digits. And then the SEC played and then every game went over. So it was just, it's just, you got to pick and choose your spots. And I feel like this is the right spot. Absolutely. Yeah. And even though I'm not going to take Clemson with the minus 46, I also can't get myself to take Syracuse. Um, that, that, I mean, that line, it's, it's almost perfect in my opinion, just based off of what Clemson did last week was, I mean, that was bad. I, I think I was harping on how I kind of like the Georgia Tech program earlier in the year, but what happened last week was – That's why. Yeah, <laughs> it, was, well, uh, it, was, it was tough to watch. I don't, know, I don't know how much college football stuff you guys listen to, but there was something about how last year at Clemson, Georgia Tech brought, like, weights out onto the field before the game started and, like, tore up the turf. And Dabo was pissed. And they ran it up on them last year, and they ran it up on them this year. So that was just personal. I don't think he's going to get that personal with Syracuse. And I think 46 – if I can get 50 points from the kickoff, I'm going to take it. I, I just right. don't know how else to say it. Absolutely. Yeah, and you kind of look back at Michigan State versus Michigan when Michigan brought that stake out on the field, and they – I forgot who – what goofball that was. I mean, they've had so many – and he goes and, stay, and then D'Antonio LaProd post game said, "Yeah, we wanted to shove it and to stop yeah. himself." So I think Dabo wanted to take those weights and possibly shove them as well. So I agree. One game I agree on. Uh, I think Takes mentioned this, Sean. I don't remember if you did. I love Ohio State minus twenty six and a half. I think yep. if you would have flipped that game line with Clemson and give me uh, forty six, I would have taken that. I think Ohio State's going to come out and absolutely just obliterate them. Um, from multiple reasons, Ohio State, they're going to want to prove that, hey, we are still uh, one of these top teams. I'm not sure exactly where they're ranked right now, but um, not having played compared to other teams playing four or five weeks, I think they're going to want to uh, really show that, I mean, solidify their spot in that top four to begin the year. Uh, my next one, I like the over 40, uh, 54 and a half in the U of M versus Michigan game. So the, we got the real U of M, and we've got Michigan. And I like the over in that game. Uh, I'm not sure what either team is going to be looking like on defense, but I really like the offensive weapons that the U of M has. And Michigan, I'm not sure. I think Joe Milton can really air the ball out. So um, I mean, Cam, yeah, Cam Newton, you know. Cam, yeah, Cam, Cam, Newton, Cam, Cam Newton, Newton, Newton and Patrick point. Mahomes. Yeah, so. exactly, yeah Cam Newton yeah. and Patrick Mahomes. So, yeah, so. yeah, I mean, I'm expecting uh, – Joe Milton to put up 54 and a half on his own based off of kind of the reports we've heard coming out of uh, I mean, Pyongyang, Ann Arbor, Michigan. So we'll kind of see where that goes. Um, uh, Sean, it takes hints that this game, I'm not taking Bama minus 21, even though I do think they cover. I like the over 66 in that game. Uh, Bama's defense has been a little uh, – it hasn't been great. It has not been a Nick Saban defense. It was a lot better last week. And that offense is, I mean, one of the best we've seen – uh, outside of LSU last year, uh, they're just LSU was an outlier, but this Bama offense is, I mean, it's beyond elite. 
Um, I'm actually going to I, – I never like to bet for or against my teams, but Michigan State versus Rutgers, the over is 44-and-a-half. And kind of based off the intel that we've been uh, sprinkled from different accounts, our offense and camp kind of looks really solid. So I think we're going to be able to cover uh, with Rutgers. I think we're going to win something like 35 to 10 or something and just barely cover. But um, I do like that the spread or the total of uh, 44 and a half. Moving to the NFL, the Las Vegas Raiders are dealing with the biggest COVID outbreak in the NFL so far. Their entire offensive line is on the COVID reserve list. And if that game is played Sunday, they're going to be playing a bunch of practice squad guys against the Tampa Bay defense who absolutely just dominated the Packers, who have uh, a high-level offensive line unit as well as offense. And Tampa Bay is favored by four. So I really like uh, the GOAT Tom Brady in that game. So give me the Bucks, And then my lock of the week, I like Penn State minus five and a half versus Indiana. Uh, I was talking with Mitch before the show, and that line was early in the week. It was uh, seven and a half. So we've gotten that down to five and a half, which obviously means just a touchdown even without the extra point covers that. That makes all the difference in the world. Uh, I'm not a James Franklin fan, but Indiana is a solid team. I'm not going to take anything away from them, but I think coming out of the gate, the teams with the most talent, that's going to kind of uh, really take teams over the top the first few weeks. And Penn State's talent is – I mean, the closest thing to Ohio State we have in the Big Ten. So those are my picks for the week. I am not going to make a prediction, but I think five and one is a good baseline for what I'm going to do this week. I just want i want to go back real quick. I don't think you said if you were on the under or the over in the Michigan State game. You said you liked the total but didn't say either side. Over. I didn't, unless I missed it. Over. Okay, just yeah, making sure. I'm going over. Okay. John, I, I need yes, you to – do this analysis and tell me how many games hit the over for Michigan State the last two years. I would love to know that. Um, I can just go ahead and skip all the work <laughs> and just won. tell you that um, I'm going to bet on about like 70% under. Just, yeah. a, just, a, just a hardball guess. Um, a bunch of red box bowls. A bunch of <laughs> – <laughs> yeah, I mean oh. – if we go over, um, the only way I can see it going over is if Rutgers keeps it close, and it's a back-and-forth thing. I think we either get it up to like 30 to 10, 30 to 12, and it stays under and we win decidedly, or it goes back and forth. I don't really see a path to us blowing Rutgers out by four touchdowns. Yeah, I, can't, yeah. I, can't, I can't see that happening. I kind of look – here was it. I, I mean, I, I don't have this off the top of my head, but we played Rutgers – I don't know if it was the three and nine year. Or it the was year, the right? three and nine year. And we, we won forty. Forty. We won. No, the three and nine year. We beat. We beat them forty eight nothing. Forty nine nothing. Is yeah, CC yeah, so available I mean, for a quick interview? I know he had the, the tweet earlier. Yeah. No, I just think Michigan State's talent level. I mean, I, people. Uh, this is a different topic, but I really think people have underestimated kind of the talent we have on this team and how miscoached and mismanaged it was the last a year or two especially on the offensive side of the ball. I think there are some real playmakers there. And if they can just get a quarterback to be semi-competent, I mean, we could see – we don't need an Andy Dalton in Dallas situation where the guy doesn't know how to throw a football. Yeah. But, but not to get too in-depth, but I can't wait. Uh, and I'm, just, I'm hoping Jay Johnson is this guy that doesn't just go, all right, run, run, uh, that we didn't get anywhere. Now we're going to uh, – now we're going to pass. And 
it's third and eight and we're gonna we're just gonna hope and we're gonna run a a route you know two yards short of the sticks and pray so if i can go on a rant and be a homer right yeah no i i mean i i agree i think michigan state is being undervalued i know the results haven't been good the last couple of years but you look at just the talent on the offensive side they're receiving cores you know you have the speed and nailer you know and eli collins too yeah the running back collins i really like anthony williams as a breakout guy you know they have weapons my biggest thing is the offensive line and uh coach cap has been really good at turning around programs in colorado and peru so i'm not even concerned about like quarterback play because you're you're getting what you're getting with you know, Lombardi or Day or Thorne, um, it's it's not going to be – I mean – You have to be a game manager. We yeah. don't we don't need Connor Cook. Yeah, I mean, just be slightly better than Milwaukee last year, and we'll yeah. win games. Uh, I have us at four and four, but, I, I mean, that's just me capping it because I really think we will go, like, five and three. Um that's, I, wish I, I wish I had your confidence. I'm with you, Takes. I mean, I, I, I wish I had your. I wish I had your confidence. I think four and four is like damn near our ceiling. I don't see. I think that's fair. And that's fine. I mean, it's only one game if you're thinking that. But no, and, I know. But I think, yeah, I just think more. Like, I realistically, I think we go like three and five. Yeah, I think that's the but, floor. Yeah, but yeah. So if we go worse than three and five, I, I feel like there's a little bit of concern as long, uh, unless there's like actual development. Yeah. Um, but like, because we should beat Maryland, we should beat uh, Rutgers, we should beat Northwestern, and yeah. then it's really we we win one more game. We like, there's no reason to believe that IU all of a sudden is amazing is going to smoke us. Like, yeah, I don't know. Penix is solid, but. And I don't think Iowa is that good. So there's, I mean, those are my two that I think they. Yeah. Games. Yeah, that's true. Iowa might be Ferencless at some point too. So who knows? Yeah, and they've had a lot of. I mean, we've seen kind of how off-season uh, storylines can kind of derail a season. We've seen it with our own program, and I mean, Iowa. They've they've had a lot come out. So yeah. you never know. And plus, I think it was Mike Valeni on the radio who's talking about. Uh, let's say you're a team like Penn State. And you start off the season one and one, and you really are one and you lose two games early on. Like, are players going to start opting out who are potentially going yeah. to the NFL? Like, I didn't mean, that happen senior, in Texas? Didn't Texas, I, Sean, sure. didn't Texas lose? Didn't somebody lost somebody lost a kid like randomly? Like, two that games was in. uh, Kansas last week lost Puka Williams. Nah, it was a big name program. Kansas doesn't, Kansas plays football. <laughs> Fair point. Uh, I don't remember. I don't remember who it was, but somebody like one of the bigger name programs lost a guy. Like I thought it was Texas. Like after like game two or something. Yeah, right. Miles getting COVID was Kansas's scare. But yeah, that's that's my. Thing. I think state could easily be anywhere. They could be honestly. They should be anywhere between three and five and five and or three and five and five and three. That's yeah. that's fine. But I'm a tremendous homer and I try to hide it as much as I can. But if, if you're telling me that they have the talent at wide receiver, they have the talent in the running backfield, you know, we're going to probably rush – Lombardi's okay. I mean, Dude. he's going to be a spread quarterback. They can run. My thing – the thing I'm worried about is the defense uh, from what we've been told anyway. The sprinkles of information. 
Yeah, sprinkles of information. Our offense has been shitting on our defense, which when is the last time we could say that without D'Antonio cheating the scrimmages? <laughs> they handed out points I, in those scrimmages like Dumbledore handed out house points yeah, in Harry yeah, Potter. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's see if I can redeem my – I think – I swear, I might have went two and four, but I, th- I, re- I think it was one and five. I don't, I don't remember, but it was not good. Uh, we're going to start off in college. Um, I will take MSU minus 13 and a half versus Rutgers. Uh, like we just said, um, I think our offensive talent is actually pretty good. And uh, even in our three and nine year, we beat Rutgers like 49 to zero. Rutgers is still Rutgers. I don't care that they rehired like the best coach they've had in like hundreds of years. Um, they're still Rutgers. So I think, I think uh, we cover that 13 and a half. And I think we get to see both Rocky and Peyton Thorne uh, in this game. Uh, I've been told a lot of any of the D'Antonio-isms are basically gone at this point. So I expect us to see a rotation of quarterbacks. Um, I have my next game up. I have Bama minus 21 versus Tennessee. Um, you know, Bama looked like the best team, second best team in the country last week against Georgia, who still, even though they lost, fell to what, five or six or something. They're still in like the top, like five or six in the country. Um, so Georgia's still a very good team and Bama just wrecked them last week. And Tennessee got their asses kicked by Kentucky. Um, moving on to Penn State versus IU. Uh, like Brett said, I think talent just wins out. Part of that line movement is probably that uh, Penn State lost Journey Brown, or probably lost Journey Brown for the season uh, this year, which play you know which plays a big factor. But I feel like IU for some reason like they only get up for U of M. Uh, like they beat us last year, but that doesn't really like that doesn't count. Um, we we were we were abysmal, and they always play close with like U of M, but never really with anyone else. Um, so I think Penn State wins this one relatively easily. Um, it wouldn't shock me to see them just smoke IU, but they definitely cover that five and a half. Um, I have one more college game, but it's my burnt bacon, so I'm going to skip to the NFL. Um, I have Tennessee minus one and a half first pit. Um, sorry, Sean. Uh, I think I honestly, I think it was Sean that was coming with the stats a few weeks ago on Tannehill, how like in his last, like, Oh, okay. It was takes in his last 11 games. He's putting up Mahomes-esque numbers. Uh, and he's also my fantasy quarterback. So I'm hoping that he leads me to the promised land to beat uh, Lucas this week. Um, so I think, I just think that one and a half number is good. Um, you know, Pitt's five and zero, but their five and zero is pretty freaking fraudulent. If you look at who they've played, um, don't make a face, Sean. They haven't played anybody. <laughs> they haven't played us. They haven't. The best team they played is what the Eagles, maybe the Browns. Uh, right. So yeah, they're five and zero, but it, it's like the Bears are five, four and one. You know, it's it's. Mm, um. Anyway, moving on, I got KC minus nine and a half versus Denver. Um, you know, Denver's looked like crap most of the year. I I'm, I know they won last week, but, uh, you know, they, their quarterback situation is always like, 
you know, kind of weird. Uh, I think KC just has more talent, and I think that that nine and a half number isn't big enough to scare me away. And then back to college for my burnt bacon lock of the week. Uh, Ohio State is going to absolutely destroy Nebraska. Kevin Warren probably offered Ryan Day a bonus to destroy <laughs> Nebraska after all of the bitching that they did to to get a season and threatening to go back to the Big 12 and all that bullshit. They might be in the Sun Belt after this game. Um, or, uh, yeah, like they, yeah, they would <laughs> just like pretending that they matter at all. Like we would give a shit if they left. They're the worst. Like they're one of the worst teams in the Big Ten. They're one. Of, they're the worst academic school in the Big Ten. They're the yeah. only Big Ten team not in the American Association of Universities, like the rest of uh, the rest of the Big Ten. So the civilized yeah. Big Ten. Right, yeah. So Ohio State's just gonna wreck them. That twenty six or twenty six and a half or whatever the number is is not big enough. I I, I don't know that I take that forty six like Brett was talking about, but I still think it's it's thirty thirty five. Maybe it may get to forty. It depends on how long uh, Ryan Day lets Justin Fields go wild. Right, and I mean, yeah, that that it's gonna be a slaughter. Right, it it's gonna. On... It, it might like it might be thirty by halftime, and then he plays that one drive in the in the third quarter, and then they sit him for whatever yeah. other five star they bring in behind him. <laughs> yeah, it's ridiculous, dude. I don't know. They're, yeah. Quick They're question fat. to everybody: Does Ohio State lose a game this year? I think they're maybe the playoff in the playoff. Maybe, maybe. Yeah. yeah, maybe in the playoff. They're not but losing. When do they they're not, lo- they're not losing to Michigan. And that's, oh God, no! They're not whatever losing the to, points are, double it for that game. Yeah, what yeah, is everything I, I, in Ohio State that day? The over, you know, the point spread. Where is their Where is their random schedule now? Where is their random road game to a middling Big Ten team? Illinois, like, I think. At, it's us. I said. I said. <laughs> they go, no, they go to uh, Maryland on. November fourteenth. No, nope, not good enough. They Illinois, just ran not good enough. Illinois. Uh, it, they'd have to lose to Penn State. That would be the only thing. Uh, that would. Penn State. Right, I know. So yeah, like it's not like the, you know, it's not like they're going to Iowa or even like Purdue or Minnesota or Wisconsin or one of those. Like if they were going to one of those, I'd say you know maybe. But like even with without the crowd and stuff, like I don't think it matters. Yeah, no. I just I think mean, I'm a, they're gonna roll. I'm, it, they might pull a MSU 2013, win every game by double digits. Just absolutely cruise. Might win every game by, by two touchdowns. Triple. That yeah. game against Rutgers on uh, November 7th, I mean, they, I, they might push 100. Yeah, I'm not going to watch that game. <laughs> like, that's going to be bad. <laughs> Those poor <laughs> bastards. <laughs> Dude, they were they, I mean, they deserve honestly, it. Honestly, I don't think they'll be as motivated as they are this week. So, I like, I think that Rutgers might actually fare better than Nebraska, even though, like, I well, just Ruck- think they're going to come out of the gate looking to kill. Rutgers did cover 52 against Ohio State last year. So, maybe they'll cover 70 this year. <laughs> <laughs> maybe. I don't know. I might take it. And also, I just want to point out that all of our picks this week are sponsored by Manscaped. So, use uh, promo code BACON for 20% off your order. So, um, you guys have been promoted to get your pick sponsored. So congrats. And if anybody ever goes like 0-6, you your picks are no, no longer sponsored. That, that's the, that's the penalty. So 
Yeah. Like I said, I have another two and four week or one in five week. Our producer's definitely taking over next week. <laughs> well, that's really uh, all I have. Do you guys have anything else for the week? Yeah, I'm just excited to have Big Ten football back. Yeah, I literally just cannot wait for it. Like, I just haven't given – I woke up Monday and I started – like, I haven't uh, – I feel bad for it, but I haven't listened to Locked On much uh, without sports. Like, I just I, – I can't care. And I listened, started listening to Locked On on Monday morning, and I got literal chills just thinking about the fact that it was game week. I was just like, I'm – I yeah, I'm just so excited. Um I'm trying to look real quick if there's anything I got any, any other games that I liked. Um you gonna look for a sec match or you want me to go? You can go. Okay. I like the I got a bunch of overs. Sean, plug your ears or put me on mute. Um <laughs> Hey, he picked but, three overs this week. <laughs> I like the Saints and the Panthers over fifty one. Um the Saints secondary is awful. Um I like that. I like the over in that one. I like the over and then in the – I like the Bucks, like Brett said, minus four. And then I also like the over in the Chiefs. Uh, who are they playing? The Chiefs is a Broncos game. Yeah, it's Denver. 45, and, 45 is too low for Pat Mahomes. So those are my bonus picks. Uh, yeah, I got I'll – uh, I'll take two NFL bonus picks. Uh, Dallas, Washington is a pick em. Uh, so I'm going to go Dallas, um, as bad as, as I know, I, I know Andy Dalton's bad, but Washington sucks. The NFC East is like, I, I'm, I, I'm a Giants fan. I am an NFC. The NFC East is the worst division of football and not just this year. They've been the worst division of football for a decade. Years. Yeah. Years. It's been, it's horrible. They are so bad. They don't, they don't deserve a playoff team. They don't, they're going to get a playoff team in the Eagles the are going to the Eagles are going to get in the playoffs with that because of the tie. They're going to get in the playoffs because of the tie. They're going to be like 5, 10, and a tie and get in over 5 and 11 Dallas. And I'm not bullshitting. I don't know what their schedule looks like. I, I don't. But the, the NFC, it's the NFC least. They fucking suck. Um, so I, I'm going to go Dallas. Uh, I, Washington's just so bad. Uh, just so, so bad. Um, and then. Um, you know, the, the Lions won last week. You know, Matt Patricia probably saved his job for, you know, the season because they beat an absolute garbage Jaguar team, um, which means they're going to lose to Atlanta this week because Atlanta looked really good, even though it was uh, the Vikings who are also god-awful. Um, that game is Atlanta minus two and a half. It's being played in Atlanta. Um, I, I I just think Atlanta rolls and – it, it may not, I don't know it'll be as bad as the Vikings, but um, it's not, it's not going to be pretty. I mean, Jeff Akuda on Julio Jones doesn't make you want to pick the Lions. Right. And then uh, didn't, didn't the Lions lose a, another defensive back this week? I've, I haven't really followed. Uh, Omawarie went on IR. Yeah. Say that name again. Omawarie. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Good luck. Uh, or um, Cora or something, however the fuck you say it. I don't know. Yeah. yeah, third round pick. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and they still yeah. played Tavai, so. Don't, don't. He, he, well, it's <laughs> funny. They 
it's funny they benched him last week, but it took him about three quarters to get off the field. It's, it's, he's so slow. <laughs> if you listen to the foothills of Hawaii, you can still hear him rumbling his forty. This guy, man. Yeah, I'll run through my two extras real quick. Um, Illinois, Wisconsin, under fifty-one. Um, Wisconsin's fixing to have a new quarterback. Jake Cohn's hurt. Breaking in a new running back. They don't have that home run threat. Uh, they lost Cephas and uh, the guy who was supposed to be the number one receiver, Crookshank. Um, I believe he's on Rutgers now, so we're going to see him this week. So I like the under in that game. I don't trust Illinois' offense. I will never trust Illinois to do anything positive. Um, the last one for me is Coastal Carolina minus the five and a half. This team is probably my growing into being one of my favorite teams in college football. The Chanticleers uh, against Georgia Southern minus that five and a half. I like it. I mean, I'm not going to trust Lovey Smith with anything ever. No. Except with the 28-3 deficit against Mark D'Antonio. Ah, there it is. You had to bring up old wounds. Now my six and three Michigan State pr- prediction is, um, yeah. Mitch, producer, if you picked MSU this weekend, I did. and if anything happens to them. Not only are you off this podcast, you're banned from Bacon Wire. I am buy me del- out. That's fine. Buy I am, me out. I am buy deleting out. your WordPress That's account. fine. Buy me I out. I am booting you. I buy am me changing out. the password to the Twitter account. Listen, listen. I am listen. not having it. It is not Mitch's fault if we fucking choke the Rutgers. Nope. You're, no. We need a fall guy. <laughs> that's, all oh my God. that's all i wanted it, to say take us home brett all right well everybody thanks for coming on um the stakes are incredibly high this week as you can tell so we'll see if mitch is sus and until then uh go green go white go white go sponge go sponge, go sponge.